Spring is in full swing and summer is just around the corner. A great time for a beach getaway at the Oceanfront Boardwalk Plaza Hotel in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Enjoy the best of oceanfront accommodations and amazing dining right on the beach, both with great views of the ocean and boardwalk. Enjoy a soak in the heated indoor spa pool or book the adults-only concierge level and relax in the rooftop hot tubs. Book online at boardwalkplaza.com or call 800-33 beach thanks to the boardwalk plaza for being the bridge podcast network sponsor story jumpers welcome to another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast are you ready to hear a great story of course that's why you're a story jumper in trusty finds a friend an aged caboose is no longer regarded as important by most yet he possesses the wisdom of the ages Trusty finds a new friend as he and the old caboose travel through the countryside together. The old caboose opens Trusty's eyes to so many of God's blessings that surround us every day. Enjoy this reading of Trusty Finds a Friend by Dr. Mark Hamby. Trusty Finds a Friend, written by Debbie Hamby, illustrated by Jennifer Brandon, My Daughter the Artist, read by Mark Hamby and Molly Mayo. Trusty raced by with a -a chug-a-da-zing on a bright sunny day in the middle of spring. A jaunt through the country so early that morn made him whistle and sing as he tooted his horn. The sky is soft blue and the clouds puffy white, trees decked in green with their blossoms so bright. Mountains beyond with a lavender hue, rose o'er the valley all covered with dew. Chuckada, 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 zing! Trusty blew smoke and continued to sing. I'm cheerful and happy, but I won't pretend. I'd rather enjoy this fine day with a friend. He flew round the bend, and quick as a flash, he slammed on his brakes to avoid a big crash. An aged caboose was meandering through, chugging along and enjoying the view. Hello and good day, the caboose loudly shouted. The joy on his face, Trusty could not have doubted. Where are you going? Young Trusty inquired. On my daily rounds, though I'm getting quite tired. Would you like me to come as you travel along? I'll help if you need, for you see, I'm quite strong. I'd like that, young friend, the caboose he did say. I may not be fast, but can show you the way. Trusty's new friend showed him lots of fun places, with tunnels and bridges and wide open spaces. I want you to meet my old friends on the way and visit their young as they romp and they play. They stopped near a barn with a silo or two, a broken-down fence, and a cow crying, Here, here, Mrs. Cow, said the caboose with a laugh, is a big bale of hay for yourself and your calf. Now, now, look at you. Why, you've gotten so big, he said to his plump, muddy, pale Mr. Pig. Over he rolled in the chocolate whirlpool. With his piglet, he grunted and kept himself cool. Oh, no, what is that? Caboose said with dismay. A little sheep bleeding far, far away. My little lost lamb. I just heard her moan. She's missing her mother. She's scared and alone. Caboose grabbed a bucket and Trusty made haste. The lamb is in danger. There's no time to waste. Quick as a wink, they raced down the track. He waved to his friends and said he'd be back. They flew past the roosters, the chickens and goats, and Caboose reached the lamb with his bucket of oats. There, there, little one, it's not good to roam. 
and gently he led her and carried her home. The sun was now flooding the sky with warm light as the animals lumbered and sighed for the night. The moon joined the stars in their twinkling show, and Mr. Caboose said, It's time that we go. Moo-lowed the cow. Baa, cried the sheep. Oink, 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 went the pig, and the chickie said, Peep. Snug as a bug, they were all nestled in, and Trusty rode off with his kind-hearted friend. They whispered goodbye to the horse, crying, Nay, while the donkey let out a hilarious bray. They waved to the turkey, the duck, and the goose, and away vanished Trusty and Mr. Caboose. This day, said Trusty, I longed for a friend. God answered my prayer, and you he did send. I thank you so much. I've made up my mind. I want to be like you, so gentle and kind. The End A man that has friends must show himself friendly. Proverbs 18, 24a Wow, friends! Isn't it amazing when you find somebody that you can call a great friend? I've got one of my good friends here today that I want you to meet. It's Dr. Mark Hanby. Mark, welcome back to Story Jumpers. It's great to be here, Andy. Every time you come, you share a great story with us, and Trusty Finds a Friend is no different. This was such a great story, and I I mean, I'm sad it's over. I wanted to go on more adventures with the old caboose. Me too. I, I love this one. This one, all 12 of the trusty stories have a different focus. One's on fear, one's on um, jealousy, one's on a bully, one's on um, fighting the giants, you know. So each one has a different um, virtue that's being talked about, a character, certain character that you want to develop in your children. Um, these stories, if we start at an early age, we can start incorporating these truths into a young child's life so they start acquiring um, truth that they could live by and boundaries that will keep them inside. D- did you know that a child that has a playground without a fence is less likely to move away from the play equipment? But a child who has a fenced area, that child will go all the way to the borders because they feel secure. Children need boundaries yes. in order to feel secure. I was going to mention something along the same lines. When you have Boundaries, it's not a restriction so much as it is safe place to thrive and to grow. Um, if you know, I can remember a pastor of mine teaching about Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and God told them that they could have everything in the garden, everything was permissible, everything was allowable, except for that one tree that he said, Do not eat of this fruit, knowledge of good and evil. And they had everything. They could try everything. They could do everything. They could run with every animal. They could climb every hill, whatever they wanted to do. And they got to do it with God right there. Amazing experiences. And then they fell and they did what God told them not to do. And they were thrust out of the garden into the wild and they were separated from God. And so that discipline came in that you were talking about. We really, as people as people of God, as followers of God, and just as humans, as people in society, we thrive when we have boundaries that tell us, Mm -hmm. you know, what's expected and what, you know, here's a good way to perform in society, a good way to bring yourself up, you know, to, um, to grow up to, to a higher level of experience and knowledge and capability. And, And then, you know, the discipline comes in from time to time. Um, and, 
you know, the old caboose who was taking Trusty on these adventures, discipline wasn't so much a part of their relationship. He was more of a guide and a teacher and, and showing him a way to live. But I would imagine mm-hmm. if the old caboose needed to, he could have corrected Trusty and it would have been received because Trusty respected the old caboose. Hmm. Oh, w- there's plenty of trustees that um, where the the elder mentor is correcting Trusty. He learned Trusty gets off track. He learns many lessons of uh, the hard way of getting off track. And so, um, no matter what age, you know, we're talking about young children right now sure. reading, you know, Trusty parents reading Trusty. But um, I think that's the key: is we prepare our children's heart at a young age. You won't have those issues when they're in their early twenties. So. Today, it seems that kids are influenced by a lot of different things. A lot of them are electronic in my house. I know that. But things like video games and television and movies and other media. What's one way you would suggest that we can get kids to read more? Blow up your TVs and video games in your house. (laughs) Completely get rid of them. (laughs) Yeah. I would never have electronic stuff in my house if I was had young kids. Never. I don't even have a TV now. My wife and I have not had a TV for 45 years. Wow. Yeah. And there's, there's, I don't have any time. I would not have time to watch TV. There's so many books to read and so much Bible study to have, um, so many relationships to build. But, but so that's the first thing I would do. I get rid of this stuff, you know, yeah, but yeah. you can't get rid of things unless you're going to replace it with something better. That's, that's right. the key. Replacement principle is essential. So it is a known fact, both secular and Christian. That video video games and um, media has a permanent defect on a child's brain. Okay, that is that is science scientifically proven. Children eight and under will be permanently scarred if they're watching any kind of video whatsoever for any length of time. So if they're if they're watching things for hours at a time every day, there's going to be a permanent scar in their brain. See, the difference between a book, a book that has pictures, okay? So here's this book that has pictures, okay? And these pictures, as the mother is reading them, the, these pictures are not moving on the screen every two to four seconds. Right, yeah. When, when the eye gate is watching something every two to four seconds, what it's doing is it's actually programming the way a child's brain thinks. A child starts thinking in two to four second, illogical, mm. disconnected thought patterns. And so the child, those visual images that are going through their eye gate and directly into their brain, the child starts to see the world through these disconnected thought patterns and the visual images are being implanted in their minds through electronics, okay? And so books, you're reading the book, showing the pictures, a child has time to, guess what? Meditate yes. and ponder yeah. and think it through. And so if it's only on the right side of the brain, the images are just like this. And that is what causes endorphins to be released inside the brain, mm-hmm. which causes addictions. And that's what causes a person to be addicted so that these addictions never fulfill the child and create a desire to want more and more and more and more and never fulfills. When you read a book, the opposite happens. Your left side of the brain is reading, Mm -hmm. watching, processing, and that's what builds your values. 
and your virtues. It's done through the process of thinking. You're not thinking when you're watching something. You're thinking when something's being read and you have the pictures at a standstill so that you can process what's being said. And most important, it's not just a book, but it's how the, what's the content of the book yeah. must be biblical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How the book is read is so important. The biggest question I think I might have concerning Trusty Finds a Friend is this idea of having mentors in our lives, in our young people's lives, or the lack of mentors in our lives. What can the lack of a mentor do to a young person? And what can the presence of a mentor, how can that benefit a young person? Yeah, the first, um, the earliest I read, it was around, I think it was around 40 AD, I think it was, there was a man named Galen. Um, he came up with this, dot, this idea of mentoring. And he believed that a child could not properly process um, decision-making and discernment without a mentor. That's why Jesus you know, chose 12 men to mentor, not only 12 men, but I don't know if you know this, but Luke chapter 8, eight women are following him in the wilderness. That's so you correct. had yep. 12 men and eight women who are following Jesus, right? And two of them, I know, are married. You know, Peter's married. And Herod's steward's wife is following them in the wilderness, you know. And it says that the women are preparing, you know, they're ministering to Jesus out of their own pockets. They're paying for it. And the disciples. So you got men and women following Jesus. And through that process, Jesus is mentoring these 20 people. And um, and the mentoring process is essential because... um, what children need is they need to see by example how it's being done. And what they need to see more than anything is they need to see a spirit of humility in the teacher. Um, and they also need to see, and this is key, the teacher and the student need to have a relationship such that, and this is what Gallen teaches um, in 40 AD, he taught that unless the child is going to implicitly Trust the adult. Now, you've got to make sure that the adult who's the mentor is trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can't just be the parent. The Apostle Paul said that you know, Paul had this pedagogical idea that he was the father of the Corinthian church. He always used this idea that he was, he was like a father to them. And God, in Psalm 19, says the same thing. God says, the testimonies of the Lord are sure making wise the simple, okay? Now, a simple person, that defines most children. No, that defines all children. A simple person in the Bible is a person who is thoughtless, easily enticed, gullible, um, a person who um, just doesn't think things through. You know, they... um, And so... So the Bible says the testimonies of the Lord are sure, making wise the simple. So one of the things that a mentor does is he has a host of testimonies. The word testimony is a record of all the things that God is doing that you can look back on and say, like, God did this, God did this, God did this, God answered my prayer here, God answered my prayer. And so our family life needs to be filled with testimonies. This is what God did in my life today. Um, I, 
Andy, I can share so many testimonies with you that God did just this week. It's so amazing, you know? So, and it's exciting when you share those testimonies. So the testimonies of the Lord, our kids need to see those testimonies. It says, are sure, making wise the simple. So we want our kids to be wise and no longer simple, no longer thoughtless, easily enticed, gullible. We want them now to be sure because of the testimony. The word sure means, guess what? It means a nurse-like father, Hmm. a father who is gentle and kind and nurses us along the way. It's not a mother nurse. It's a father nurse. Um, It's like um, a father who runs an orphanage, Hmm. and you can can trust him, and you can go to him with any problem you have. And so, uh, so these mentors, if you have a real live biblical mentor, it's someone that you trust, and you can go to at any time. And if the mentor comes to you and corrects you, you're going to be willing to receive it. Yeah. You're not going to fight them. And if you do fight them, you're going to be like, okay, I, I, I'm really sorry. I was wrong. I, I needed that. You know, yeah. when you have that kind of relationship where the correction and the truth of testimonies are happening between mentor and mentoring, you have a child that's going to grow in wisdom. The simple will become wise. They'll have discernment between good and evil. And you now have established a pattern for that child's life that's going to allow them to be successful in everything they do for the rest of their lives. Mentoring is so essential. Well, I'm so glad that you brought the topic forward in Trusty Finds a Friend. And I'm so glad that Trusty found another friend in Old Caboose. I hope that you (laughs) will continue to be a friend of Story Jumpers and keep bringing us great stories like these. Absolutely. I love doing it, Andy. And Boy, um, God has been so good to us. I tell you what, if your folks haven't read The um, Wonderful Door, what a story. We just printed it. It's the book of the year. I'm so excited about it. So if they don't have any of our catalogs, go to lamplighter.net, get a catalog, or call us toll-free, 1-888-THE-LETTER-A-GOSPEL. That's 888-THE-LETTER-A-GOSPEL. We have all kinds of folks here that if they have a question like, what book would be best for my six-year-old? What book is best for my child who lies? What book is best for my child who's mean to his siblings? We will give you the best book that deals with that character development. And we just praise God for what he's allowing us to do. It's amazing to watch Lamplighter at work. I really love the productions. I love the books. It's just a phenomenal group. And I can't recommend them highly enough. So thank you so much, Dr. Mark Hamby. We'll see you again soon. God bless. Parents, you'll love Trusty and share in his adventures of rhyme and rhythm. Honesty, obedience, kindness, and contentment are some of the traits Trusty learns about. With fun-filled illustrations, these stories will capture your imagination as well as your heart. There are 10 fun stories in the entire Trusty collection. For over 30 years, Dr. Mark Hamby has been using stories of Christ-like character to offer Christ-centered hope around the world. Dr. Hamby is the founder and president of Lamplighter Ministries, which has published over 235 books from the 17th to 19th century, plus 28 audio dramas heard by millions across 30 countries. Dr. Hamby holds several master's degrees and a doctorate in ministry. He speaks and writes about how to find hope and healing for the problems in our families, media, culture, and literature. Learn more about Lamplighter Ministries and their entire library of dramatized audiobooks when you visit their website, lamplighter.net.